Okay, we're rolling. Welcome to the Yogasm podcast. Welcome back. Or welcome if you are new. Uh, my name is Claire. I'm here with Autumn. Hi. Um, we actually haven't recorded since we had our launch party, which was two weeks ago, today. So yeah. we had a little break. Um, I had a little vacation and Autumn started a new job and stuff. So we had a little mini break and we're back. Um, we're going to be recording kind of a lot in the next couple of weeks. Autumn's going to be going to Ireland for Christmas time. So I'm going to try to pack in as much as we can so we can keep delivering episodes to you guys. But um, we just want to thank everyone that came to the party and was there to support us um, or people that couldn't come and that sent their well wishes. Um, it was a really, really awesome time, really cool time to connect with all of you, um, celebrate with all of you, and I think we'll probably do some more events next year. I don't know what they'll be yet, but um, but yeah, do you have anything to say about the event or we can take it away? Yeah, I just want to thank everybody that also contributed. We have a really great local community that just got together, so... Support your friends and support your local business and love Lansing. Um, hashtag all three of those. <laughs> yeah, we had some really awesome donations for prizes, too. Yeah, our local people really came together, so I think that's incredible. Um, but let's talk about our week. Yeah, how, how have you been? Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Claire in like a really long time. Yeah, she walked in the door and I was like, I'm about to kiss you. I haven't seen you in so long. Um, I'm good. I am, as we talked about in another episode, maybe the first one, the intro, um, we both are going through a job transition. Um, and my transition is going from full-time to part-time teaching yoga more. Um, and I love it. The stress from the corporate job is gone, which is, like, fucking amazing. Um, you taught eight classes this week, yeah? I did, sort of. I had a couple that didn't turn out. But, um, yes, I had eight classes on the schedule this week, which is a shit ton. And that's not counting Sunday night, which I had two on Sunday mm. night. Mm-hmm. So technically ten. Um, it's a lot, but honestly, I still have a lot of free time, and so I'm kind of, like, freaking out, because <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. Um, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm not working, so in the afternoons, after I teach yoga at 9 in the morning, I just have all this time, and so I think the time of year, too, it's it's hard. Like, it's, we're starting to get into the season of, I mean, right now it's busy and crazy, but Hibernation. It's, it's cold, and, like... I can feel the seasonal depression like creeping in and you know so I kind of pushed myself this week to get into the yoga studio and get to the gym actually and just try to stay active um, and try to find things to do during that time but it's really nice. How's your transition going? Good. Um, I'm actually opposite of Claire. (laughs) I just got a full-time job which I've told you is about but now I'm working 40 hours a week Monday through Friday which... Um, I thought I would hate, but I actually like it. So the office is pretty small. There's, I think, right around 12 of us, maybe a few more. And everyone's super cool. Um, I work with um, a future married-in mother-in-law, I guess. I don't really know what you'd call her, but 
my bro- brother's my brother's fiance's mother so <laughs> she's in the desk right next to me so it's super fun um and everyone's so nice and um it's just been a transition to start waking up at like 6 30 and I think the first week I went to bed like every night at nine o'clock and I was mm. just completely exhausted but now I'm getting more of a routine where um Johnny and I we just built a home gym in our living room dining room area um, we decided to not get like a traditional dining room table, so it's been nice. We meet we meet at home together. We work out, and then we can make dinner while we're working out. So then dinner's just done. Love it. And um, so it's been nice. I mean, I love it. I do. I and it's there's not a lot of stress of the corporate world. Like it's super chill. It's more of like a family style business. So. It's been it's been fun and it's been a huge learning experience and it's honestly been making me more accountable in other aspects of my life. So mm, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I think the I don't know, I think that I've been kind of negative about the whole like corporate job thing. Um but I think it just depends. Like I think there's you had a lot more restrictions, though. Like, you... Yeah. You, it was a bigger corporation, and I feel like there's a lot more, like, you everything in this Stress order. Stress and... Yeah. Yeah. And responsibility and... Yeah, you were higher up. Like, yeah. I, I just fucking call people. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, do you want to make an appointment? Great. Right. Well, that's the nice thing about the job I'm doing now. It's, like, I'm working 20, maybe 30 hours a week, and I'm, like... Today, I was, like, putting addresses into an Excel spreadsheet all day. Yeah. I was like, sweet, you can pay me whatever an hour to like do this. Like you can Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Sweet. I know. I don't have to like <laughs> deal with angry people or touch people's money. That's great. It's so much better. Yeah. So I just don't wanna like I guess my point is I don't want to make anyone feel like corporate job or a 40 hour a week job is like a bad thing a negative thing I think it just like you have to find what works for you and you have to find what makes you happy and follow that and you know and maybe someday like I was even saying to my boss today I was like can I like maybe go full-time and just work from home part-time because I'm bored yeah (laughs) you know like so I get it like yeah but I think you just have to well I'm still new so I could eventually hate it Right, but, but you're but it right now, now. It, it's working and it's like great. and you're getting the experience that you want and mm-hmm. you'll be able to put it on your resume if you have to leave us. Exactly. Who knows? But the do the thing I do miss is I miss my daytime to myself. Like I had such a good day routine going. Like I would wake up, either teach yoga or take yoga. And then go grocery shopping or clean the house or do whatever, watch Netflix for an hour. Like I would just have my time and now I'm like everything has to be planned so now I understand why Claire was a little more like I need to know exactly what's going on at like most hours (laughs) of the day because like I've been trying to ask some of my friends um who are a little more like that live day by day and I'm like hey do you guys want to like just block out a day in February and go to some art exhibit and they're like "Mm, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow which I love you guys if you're listening but I'm like, can we just plan a fucking day? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay. it's hard when you, yeah, when you have that 40-hour-a-week thing. And like, then you yoga, have to, You have to plan everything. and yoga. Like, you're trying to teach. You're trying to have a practice. You're trying to work out. You're trying to have a relationship with Johnny. You're trying to have a relationship with your family. Like, it fucking adds up. And so you have to schedule. Like, you have to schedule when you're going to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know, like, before you didn't really have to think about it. I mean, you probably thought about it, but, like, no. It wasn't as, as – 
like nit pity, nick pity. What am I trying to nit picky? Nit picky. Thank you. <laughs> nit picky. All right. So to transition, anyways, yeah. we have a, a guest here. We have Mr. Simon, and um, he's gonna introduce himself. But he's here. Um, this is gonna be kind of a different episode. It's not really gonna be yoga based. So for all you non yogis um, that are still listening, thank you. Uh, we did promise you that this isn't going to be totally based around yoga or meditation or the woo-woo, whatever stuff. The health <laughs> style, health, yeah. fitness world. It's not, like, you need that balance where sometimes it's not all, because if you're on all the time with health, like, it just, it, I'm sorry, but it's fucking exhausting, which is why we drink during this. So. <laughs> well, and also, like, we want to, we, we want to, like, reach Everyone. Yeah. And we wanna we wanna talk about life and we wanna talk about experiences and we wanna well, I'm gonna talk even about intrude and say yeah. that like your whole lives I know you both pretty well. Automobile I know you better, but mm-hmm. I mean your whole lives do not revolve around yoga. Like right. you are fully rounded people yeah. that have passions and interests that extend beyond it. Like yes, yeah. that's kind of your center zone. Mm-hmm. But you both have very individual personalities and very much inspired by other things outside of it so you're just yeah. kind of bringing that to the table really i love that ah! <laughs> jinx <laughs> all right so you owe me a drink of prosecco so <laughs> simon brought us some champagne and we are fancy bitches so we put raspberries in our champagne yeah he also brought us fruit so we yeah because really... it was on sale <laughs> <laughs> love me some kroger again kroger like, which, okay wait which kroger did you go to I go to the one on the west side. I live on the west side. Oh, wait. We haven't even talked. So we have to talk about what we're going to call that one. Because there's... Did you see Donna's Yeah, I was cracking up. There's Fancy Kroger. There's Ghetto Kroger. There's Kmart Kroger. Where's the Kmart Kroger? It's the one on Holmes down here. It's like... Just like on... Like like you... If you're going to go in Kmart, like you might not come out. Same thing. Like if you go in K- if you go in Kmart on in it's South Lansing, there anymore. I know, but so when nobody's it was, going in Kmart. So when now it's it's Kmart program. So what's maybe the best Claire's in there on Tuesday? <laughs> Tuesday She's got Tuesday. nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, let's go to the <laughs> let's go to the close Kmart. <laughs> Kroger. Yeah, so the West Side Kroger is on. What's it like? Middle. I mean, I and think they've I've redone it. They've redone it, so oh. it's now pretty nice. They have a good it's, wine selection. Don't they? they have a very good wine selection, but it's kind of like an all round. They they really tried Maybe to do the whole fancier. new brand. Have thing. you been to the Lake Lansing one? Is that the one? Yes, by my work. Okay, which yes, one's better? I work right there. Um, definitely the West Side one. Oh. Can we call it the Upper West Side Kroger? Upper West <laughs> The rest of the West Side is dying though. Can you yeah. hear that Cheddar's is closing? Oh, oh Cheddar's yeah, great, so. Cheddar's was a great little hangout. Their happy hour. Nah. Oh, apparently not a pandering. I love it. happy hours, but I don't. It is the it's the only thing on the west side that's nice, except for Lansing High Yoga. <laughs> don't say that. I live on the west side. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a, there's a few things. Anyway, champagne toast. Yes. yes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Happy to be here. Why don't you tell? our audience who you are and yeah well and why I'll, I'll try <laughs> I don't even know why I'm here so I'll leave that there I did volunteer and I'm sure I have something to contribute but why I don't know <laughs> um 
So my name's Simon. I was uh, born and raised in London, England until I was 17. My dad got a job for Coca-Cola two weeks shy of my 18th birthday and moved our entire family over. And my dad gave me... Wait, an op- pause. Yeah. Okay, I'm go. sorry. Yeah. I'm going to ask you questions. Go. I don't no, know no, you no, no, well. no. You don't know my story. So yeah, if you were 18, do you think you would have stayed? So actually, my dad... My parents, I shouldn't say my par- my dad, my parents gave me the choice to stay or go. Okay. Because um, I could have gone to live with a relative of some kind. I only gotcha. had eight months left of school or whatever. Okay. And they were like, do you want to stay or do you want to go? And by the, t- the way that I was in my life, when you're in that point, you're like, I'm fed up with school, I'm fed up with everything, and like that whole senioritis thing. Mm-hmm. Right. That is you're kind like, of... see ya. That was the moment, right? Gotcha. And... Um, I've always been in like an opportunity seeker type person. I think because it was because I was like bullied as a child. I think it was like mm-hmm. a way of expressing myself. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went there and literally I went from being an unpopular, had no friends to Atlanta. I was the British kid that joined for just senior year. That you were was so cool. <laughs> right. Okay. And it was honestly one of the best years. I mean, the little Aww. bunny ear thing. Um, of my life, truly. And I, funny, I was thinking about this today because before we came in here, I was kind of thinking about my life a little bit. And um, it's the first and last time I've ever categorized a year like that. And I wonder whether it's because like that it was, I mean, I was able to really kill all those demons that I had being mm. picked on and being able to go from being one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. And I was able to find balance and wow. find, like, discover more about myself of where do I truly fall and what and am I really 18. interested in. And I was 18. It's probably, wow. like, such an, like, so many things happened that year. It's probably it's so Yeah, and, and so it was such a blessing, for lack of a better word, because, so when everybody transitions, everybody else transitions, they go from, like, being, like, I'm so fed up with everybody's senior year to freshman year of college where, like, I know nobody, mm, right? Right. So you can I that. had that everybody still knew everybody, so I slept in. Mm. And got to do a lot of self-evaluation and also got to learn a lot about different cultures and the South compared to London was yeah. so different. And um, I was able to do all that stuff in that in-between. So by the time I got to freshman year, I was, I mean, writing my own reviews, but I was definitely more mature and more rounded as a person than most people yeah, that's that so went there because you weren't living with like yeah. uh, my parents were very open-minded. They said, you're two weeks shy of your 18th birthday. If you want to drink drink you make a bad decision you get arrested it's done so do you know what i mean so they very much were like you're an adult we understand that and didn't enforce like the american rules on me so i went was able to go to house parties and do that kind of stuff and because here i mean once you're 18 yeah you're an adult but you're not treated like an adult until you're 21 right it's true so it's which and like like, that's even something you guys should even have an episode on right which is the whole idea that you can have sex at 16, you can mm. buy porn and cigarettes at 18, mm. and you can vote at and 18. And join the military. And join the military, but a drink is really, you're right, in America, that's kind of like, you're officially checked that box now. Yeah. Right. And then 25, I recently found out, is like, when you celebrate 26, you're over the hill. Yeah. Well, that's when you start getting like, breaks yeah. for insurance. <laughs> it's, it is. It's like, it's so, so you have your little moment of five years, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, yeah. <laughs> Like, all right, let's get our shit together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that uh, so I went, did the one year, had this amazing transitional experience, and then 
uh, got into college in Chicago. I only applied to three schools, and I mm. got into them. All of them were for a theater, and I got into one. It was in Chicago, literally downtown in the Loop. Wow. And um, that was like I was living the life that I had. You know how you have like a narrative in your in your brain of like yeah. what you think your life will look like, and you were doing like it. that was an actual. That's like, amazing. I am doing. This how many moment. people can say that, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely beautiful. have that moment and I, like that realization of living it. But then of course life kicks in, like right. you were saying. And like by the time I was halfway, three quarters done, I was like, I do not want to act. I don't want to audition. <laughs> I don't right. have agents. I don't. Auditioning is fun for the first like little bit when you're trying things. So when mm-hmm. you're like, it's almost like dipping your toe into something and trying it new. Sure. Um. So I got sent on some cool commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got sent on. Uh, they wanted me to audition to be the Carfax Carfox. I auditioned for a oh Budweiser commercial. I did the McDonald's Get Me That filet of fish commercial. I got oh sat God. on a few of them. It was kind of fun. But it was always fun because I knew it was not what my long-term thing would be. Right. I had the epiphany when I was probably like 21 that having a solid paycheck and knowing that I can travel and have the yeah. experiences and going to the theater and concerts and stuff like that was more important to me mm. than the passion of actually performing. Mm. And it was that moment that I started to kind of really dig into why I was acting in the first place. Mm. And it's like dealing with like past demons, I think in many ways, I shouldn't mm. say that that's true for everybody, but it was definitely it's partially true was, yeah. for me. Exactly. And it was a way of expressing myself. And as I kind of made more peace with myself and I'm still not there, I'm still very much making peace with myself. Um, I felt less of the need to be the person that everybody was looking at on stage. Mm. So by the time I graduated, I had no desire. Like I, I've never really been on a be stage since. But you saw yeah. it out. You you finished. I finished it. I stuck it out because I was adamant that I was like, uh, I met enough people that dropped and said, I wish I'd had the fucking piece of paper. Mm. That. I was like, I must, like, I must do do this. Like, and I was like, my parents paid for college. That was one of the deals I made with my dad when he moved us over. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, no, I need this piece of paper. And who cares if it's an acting degree? And fast forward 10 plus years, it's true. Like, unfortunately, it shouldn't be true. But I've had so many opportunities because I've had it. And people do not care that I have an acting degree at all. Like, if anything, I think I've got more opportunities from it because it wasn't some token mm. English degree or whatever. It was mm. like, well, what does that even look it's like? I kind of want to ask yeah, you a different. question. It's, yeah. And I have so many buzz things that I can say, like, like what does that look like? And I'm like, well, I took two semesters worth of circus class where we <laughs> learned to Diablo and juggle and... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Did you, like, learn how to, like, breathe fire and shit? Uh, we didn't get that far. Okay. I'm sure the insurance were not feeling Like magic that. tricks? Um, we did a little bit of magic, not a lot of magic. We did performance art. Okay. So it was like self-expression pieces for 10 like minutes. Like Cirque du Soleil? Not, um, as, not as like flexy, flexy, ex- but like absolute, that type of That like, kind of idea. Yeah, we had a one show that was a complete circus show that was through one narrative. Mm. It was very, yeah, I had all kinds of different. Um, yoga was a requirement for my sophomore year of college. Like I had to take it five days a week eight, at eight o'clock in the morning every day. It was a college class. So did you like it? I hated it. <laughs> Eight a.m. yoga class now, even as a thirty-two-year-old, is a bitch. Like, and getting up when you're nineteen, twenty, um. and you've been doing whatever, and you like 
have to be there. You're and if, if you missed them, you got kicked out of the class. What type of yoga class? Like, was it, it was similar just, to like what we teach it you? Or was it, more... it was. It was much more chill. Yeah. I would say it was much more about the. Um, and you guys are the yogi people, but the you know like the flow. Like the zen. The, yeah, of... No, no, less that, but more like flows. Mm. And like, and then we do the bow to the sunset, and we mm. reach to the stars, and we yeah. So like a, like sunset meditation. That's exactly what yeah. it was. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yes, that was what it bow was. Bow to the sunset. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it was, it was, I'm it did use not that. resonate. I'm gonna use that in class. <laughs> the sunset, reach to the stars. Was very Say very. Say hi to the moon. And at eight o'clock in the morning, the everybody's just exhausted, going, "Uh huh." Oh, that's hilarious. So yeah, and then um, so then three months before college um ended, I met Kyle, mm. who I'm now married to, and have been with him for a long time. So ten years in February. <gasps> How did you guys meet? I, mean, I, I have I asked you this? Yeah, I don't know. I um, so we met through a mutual friend. So my Best friend at that point. I was always desperately trying to not be friends with theater people. That was mm. always my thing because it's like a, I need to find myself through others. And um, my one of the best friend at the time for the fall semester of senior year was this guy called Joe who was a grad student in math. And uh, Kyle had been an undergrad with him. And Kyle was moving to Chicago to go to DePaul for math. Okay. And math, not meth. Math. Um, math. <laughs> Mathematics. Math. 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 Mathematics. Yes, mathematics. <laughs> and um, uh, short version of it is his dad had just died. And Kyle's dad? Kyle's dad oh. had just died. So I met Kyle like four days after his dad died. And uh, it bothered us both for a little while afterwards. So we met and there was like a connection and then we didn't really confess it. And it was a, like a whole thing for like two or three months, two months maybe. Or maybe like, uh, out is it, for a while. Oh my God, we both were. We were both kind of like, does he feel the same way? Because I'm not sure he does. Oh. <laughs> we definitely did that done. And then we jumped in so and we moved in together. So we started dating in February. We like signed a lease in April to start living together in oh. May. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. With Joe, the friend, okay. and then my friend Katie. So okay. the four of us. And okay. was, there was but, a whole deployment plan. So like, were there was you a like, whole, were you, if this were doesn't you work. Like living in the same room? Yes. Okay. I mean, we both had a room. So okay. we both had that option for oh. it. But effectively, yeah. um, it would be the same as like living with a partner now, I guess. Yeah. But you kind of have that space that's mm. still your space. Right. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, his dad had just died. And. Um, it bugged me for a while, like for a good year or two, that it was sort of like, how could I be so close to meeting his dad mm. and meet Kyle so soon afterwards? Mm. And um, it, Kyle's mother like solved it in a snap of a finger. It was like, you have just got to understand that you were not meant to meet him. And I was like, wow. like That just blown. hit me when you said that. Yeah. It's just like, you're wasting too much energy on it. She was like, you were not meant to meet him. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. So then I got a um, job in, so Kyle gets a job in Lansing, moves back, that's where his whole family are born and raised, and still live within like a two mile radius, and he's like, come with me, and I was like, okay, and um, it took me a long time to find a job, but I got a job at a big company here, and did the corporate thing, got promoted, and they sent me to Denver to do the corporate thing, so Kyle was like, let's go, get out of Lansing, and um, didn't like it after two years, but desperate to get back, got back. 
And then we've kind of been here since. It's funny that you guys are talking about the transition. So I got this like big promotion and they moved me to Denver and I was miserable doing the job. Mm-hmm. And when we moved back, I learned about, I learned some good lessons and some bad lessons. Um, the good lessons I learned were don't chase money. Mm. The bad lessons I learned were um, that if you're successful, you are being manipulated and you are doing a disservice to the world. Like you're like providing a negative energy into the universe. Like mm. you're participating in bad. Like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, kind of. And I know it sounds so stupid, but that was really the, like, I never want to be successful. I don't want to do any of it. And I took part-time jobs at Williams-Sonoma and Pottery Barn and, like, did the whole thing that you're doing right now, which is mm-hmm. it's discovering, like, yourself again, really. Yeah. Like, because, stepping like, away from it because you become it. Exactly. And then, yeah. like, what are you left with? Right. right. And then kind of going, like, well, what am I really passionate about? And then I'm telling you, and I'm foreshadowing and doing that kind of, terrible thing where you patronize talk to somebody no, it's but, fine. but I tell Bring you in three up. months time you will not remember how you managed to fit in 40 hours a week mm. because you will your life and who you are will expand mm, yeah. into that free time mm-hmm. and you will be able to concentrate on so yourself yeah so I would not force the work thing on it I would enjoy this experience of rediscovering what invigorates you yeah. like I started to read books. I'd never been a book reader. Mm. I started to read memoirs and stuff because I found it interesting and I had mm. the luxury of time. Yeah. And um, really, if, if you take the time to really figure out, like, what have I been wanting to do? Sure. And you kind of breathe in that space, you can do it. Like, you mm. now have that luxury that you can find it, even if you work 30 hours a It, week. like, freaks me out, though. Because I've, like, I've done... 10 hours back. Literally, since I was, like, 15... I had a job, like I would go to high school, leave high school, work, go to bed, and then college, same thing. When I came, when I got done with college, I worked like four jobs. I was working like seventy hours a week. Oh my god! Like I was just like yeah. I've always been like that, you know. Yeah. Like And so now I'm like, what the fuck? This is a good exercise for you. It is. It's like the universe is telling you this it, is the time to check, like to test yourself. Yeah, I've been telling you just be patient. It's yeah. a transition. Like, even some days when I was on that schedule, I'd be so bored. But, like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, let's figure out something. I and just... you will. And you, like, I used to, I tried waking up with Kyle. Mm-hmm. I, I tried not waking up with Kyle. Mm-hmm. I tried, like, centering my life around, I don't know what it was. Like, but and, like, you kind of try on these different hats and some yeah. work. And some work for a week, and then you're like, okay, I'm never doing this again. And then <laughs> yeah. sometimes you're like, uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to do yoga every morning when I wake up for 30 days as a 30-day challenge. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay. Is it, and you fill that time with these like little personal yeah. accomplishments. Yeah, no, I love that. I think I struggle with like getting in my head because I get bored and then I'm like, Ugh, you know, what am I, when I start thinking and, it's, you know. But then I just use need it. to, yeah. Yeah, use it. Like when you, you start wondering, it. what are you going to do with it? Right. Because it's a gift. Honestly, that's what I would say. It is a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Time is beautiful. Time is Especially at our age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's one of those things that's kind of ingrained in us to be like, no, you wait until you retire. You wait until you retire. And when you have Mm. the luxury to take a breath, you don't really know what to do with it. And that's totally okay. But you will find certain directions and places that you want to focus your energy mm-hmm. and be like stronger for it. And you may very well go back to a full-time job. I did. Right. But you'll, you need to kind of take that time to discover to the self a little bit. Exactly. Right. And what do you want to focus on? Right. 
Maybe you'll find a nonprofit full-time job that fulfills everything that you're doing right mm-hmm. now in your free time. It doesn't have to be... You can kind of understand that it's not known, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah, well, and I also think that the full-time job doesn't have to look like one office job where you're, like, there 40 hours a week, 8 to 5. Like, it can yeah. look like teaching yoga or yeah. doing, you know, whatever. So. Or opening your own yoga studio, yeah, right? Like, even that could be it. You never know. You don't know what it will be. And you've got time that you can kind of think about that and, and waste a day being like, so how do I open one? Right. Right? Yeah. And you go like, just what does Google it mean? Online and then exactly. you have this whole book of research. And yeah. you're like, Great, I did it. Exactly. And it's right. like, I know this is my limitations. This is not my, like, this is right. where I could succeed. Like, hmm. you have that time. Love it. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, so I sidetracked myself. But um, yeah, so I ended up getting into project management. And that's what I do now. There's been a spill. You guys, there's been a spill. It's fine. It's fine. There's been a spill. It's fine. There's been two spills. There's been <laughs> many spills. Is this part of the, Oh, yeah, you spilled. Oh, God, I need to be careful. I'm going to be next. I spill, like, in somebody else's glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Simon, yes. since earlier you said that you um, transformed yourself into, like, an adventure seeker. Yes. You, you said something that um, sometimes there's pros and cons to that. Yeah. So I, I I do think that it stemmed from the being like having a bit of a traumatic childhood with never feeling like I fit in, and I think that somehow along the way I learned that if I can, so the whole theater thing and concerts and travel thing are all kind of in that experience bucket. So I call myself an experience junkie, but forever if I was ever feeling alone. If I went to see a concert to see you two or whatever, say for example, mm. uh, it would be like being in a th- with a hundred thousand people that also share that one thing in common. Mm. Oh, I love that! Yeah. And it took away the loneliness of it. And I then, love that I can relate to that so much. Yeah, and the yeah. travel kind of applies to the same thing. And honestly, like so now I'm thirty two. I don't know if I've said that yet. And I I am trying to adjust to my age a little bit. Um, I used to, and I still do run myself ragged Mm. and, um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out where that line of like being helpful and fulfilling, like, and having a positive influence on my life versus like too much. And I'm exhausted and I can barely get my regular. Exactly. Yeah. And I used to have this unlimited wealth and depth that I, if I wanted to go and do something like. I went to see Cat Stevens in Chicago, right? And I left work at three o'clock with Kyle. We drove down there, saw the Cat Stevens concert, drove back, went to work that next day as like, and it was a Wednesday. And I had that in me. Like I had that capacity Mm -hmm. of like, it was so important Mm -hmm. to be in that room. And it was amazing. Like it was so amazing. But, it like set your soul on fire enough exactly. that like it, it was like the fuel to like keep you up. But I'm, I'm running into age yeah. limitations now where I just like, my body cannot bounce back the same way. And by all, no means am I old, but yeah. doing a 24 hour stint of work, a concert in Chicago and work is just not 
It's impossible. Sustainable, <laughs> right? It's like it's not sustainable. I think it's also priorities because, I mean, I'm 24 and I run into that. I can't stay out for 24 hours like I used to. Yeah. See, and that's it. And it's like, so maybe it's not age as much as like a part of your life that you're in. And maybe yeah. work and other things take so much of my energy out of me that I mm-hmm. don't have that reserve Yeah. that maybe I once did. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, I, you're totally correct. I am an experience and concert and travel junkie. I love it. I have been very fortunate to the places that I've got to go in the world, mm. to the people I've got to see in, mm. in concerts Who's and stuff like that. Who's your favorite that you ever Impossible. Seen? I've seen some really fucking favorite? cool people in my time. Um, so the ones that stand I don't know out, you that well, so I need to know. And I'm a music no. junkie. Well, so. if you're a music junkie, I'm a music person. we can play this two ways. Okay. So you can say who your favorite are and I can do this with <laughs> actors too and actresses. And I can pretty much within a certain percentage tell you I've seen them or had some kind of encounter. I just want to know your, yeah, your, what your stood top. out to you? What was like, so the ones that like, stand out and to and me. Not, not that you think that they're like so cool or so great, but like maybe the experience part of it, like what. But, but they kind of end up being the same thing. The, sure. Because it ends up being special. Okay. So some of the special ones I've had were I saw, actually with Kyle, I saw Prince in a thousand person uh, venue in a nightclub in Denver. Oh my God. And it was Our reactions. atrociously, <laughs> atrociously expensive. Um, maybe $250 a ticket. And that was the general admission. You couldn't take in your phone. I have no pictures of the event that I went to at all. Yeah, but it's in your brain, right? It was amazing. You'll never forget that. So that was epic. You probably won't forget how you felt when you were there. Oh my God, I can still remember all of it. Yeah. I can remember all of it. Yeah, I love that. So he played four shows. He played like an early, a late, an early, and a late. So we were the third one. Mm. So the next, the second day. And he had played only new material the first, the day before. And the early and late show and he got like two or three songs into his set list and was like I'm feeling old school right now how do we feel about this and literally rattled off a greatest hit set it was insane (gasps) I mean like Purple Rain (laughs) I Would Die For You like I mean literally rattled them off boom 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 that's amazing it was insane like you're in the room being like oh my god he's still is this happening yeah exactly (laughs) you're like picks me is this real yeah and it was not even like it's easy to say that now right because he died so young and being like oh not everybody will have Mm. that opportunity truthfully in that moment afterwards we were freaking out we were like this is insane like this was like a one in a million chance yeah that not only did we get to see him but but that happened that happened yeah yeah but i've yeah and i've been really really fortunate i love it yeah and then the theater thing so that's so that ended up being part of it so i think as i ended up wanting to do it less i i went to see it more and more Mm. So my husband and I try and go to see shows in the spring and in the winter fall. What's your favorite? Oh, impossible. Impossible. <laughs> he always says this. Impossible. But okay, but so hold on. So then who are you some know. of your favorite actors and actresses? I can't, uh, yeah. Name yeah. somebody. Name somebody you like. Actors and actresses? Yeah, name I'm not somebody good you at, like. I'm not good at actors and actresses. Music I'm better at, maybe. Go. The Killers? Yes. I saw Love The Killers them. with Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. It was a very cool concert. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else. It's like I saw Amy Winehouse. Oh. I saw like I've seen Aretha Franklin. I've so seen, like I can rattle them. What was it? Long. Two months ago. Yeah. With what? I don't know. I don't even oh, know what I did two yeah. months ago. So this is oh, hilarious. this is all. Yeah. Yes. Oh so my I gosh. was at the yes. cider mill with Claire.
Blair picking out yes. sunflowers, and we went to go meet her mom to get like some cider and donuts inside. And, and a photo shoot. Don't yeah. forget that. Oh yeah, that we did part. a photo shoot. That was the goal. That was the intention, right? Of course. Yeah. Can't go anywhere without photos. Simon calls me. Can you be in my house in thirty minutes? We're going to the Jonas Brothers right now. <laughs> Would you like to come? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, you can. Let's fucking go. Yeah. No, it wasn't. You were like, she messaged. She's like, do you really only have the one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I want to go. <laughs> I actually saw them before. Yeah, They're and amazing. I was like, we're at least half an hour away. Like, you got to wait for me. But I'll oh, go. my God. It was awesome, <laughs> though, too. And it then we were so able good. to get Taylor those better seats, too. Like, the whole, I have that kind of wonder and joy and specialness almost every single time I go to something. Mm, like, yeah. That's the addictive part. I want to go mm. to a show with you. Oh, my God. We should. It's so fun. Or, like, ten. Oh my god, let's yeah. just go forever. <laughs> I tell you what, my favorite thing of mine though is like, you need to both tell me like who you'd like to see. Mm. And we'll do like a little in podcast promise that if they come up, you I will message you. Mm. And I'll be like, okay, we're going to go. Because I, you, so obviously to be able to see all those things and do those things, um, you have to track it. You have to be aware you of do. it. Oh, you, otherwise, yeah. well, they're the- sold out or you they're a fortune or whatever. And so... Part of the kind of person that I've taught myself to be, in effect, unintentionally, mm-hmm. is, like, good at that stuff. Mm. Well, and not to sound like a stalker, but if you watch their movements, um, mm-hmm. especially, like, Dead Mouse comes to Detroit the same time every single year. Mm. Yeah. Like, certain people, like, a lot of people will have the exact so same Grizz path. And, yeah. Like, Grizz has Grizz, has Grizzmas, comes every year, tickets drop in July. Sold out. See? It's yeah. like people have their path and they'll always come every year. So it's like if you just know when they right. come. like I don't even know if we could agree on someone. I want to go to Lewis to Child because of... That's like next That's week. Because you want to know the last time I, I went, I got carried out by a security when? guard because I was oh. so drunk. <laughs> Where is it next week? And my best friend Evan uh-huh. lost her phone. Show that. Where is Shona. it? Probably at Masonic Temple. We should go. Let's go. Fuck it. Okay, well, let's look into it. Let's look into it. Because if it's sold it. out, I'm not going. Well, no. I'm not scalping. You know, I always sell tickets on Facebook or this whatever. Is true. Or like TickPick is my new obsession. Have yeah. you heard of this? No. So it does. They, they include the fees in the price that you <gasps> see. So when you see it, what it says it called? $12. Not sponsored. What is it called? TickPick. TickPick. I love that. P-I-C-K. C-I-C-K. is like... You get ten dollars. By the way, this is a forty dollars ticket yes, after all the ex- processing. Ex- so they did that. They, they, that's literally their comparison. So you watch it on there, and you're like, twelve dollars gone, done. And we literally have like gone last minute to shows, and you're like, this cost twelve dollars. <laughs> this yeah. cost twelve dollars. And you can stock sold out concerts. That's why I suggest if you all wanted a tip from this podcast. If you want to go to something that's very, very sold out, yeah. you can stock them the week of, mm. and that's when people get desperate to sell mm. them. Yeah. And if you set a price point in your, in your head, you're like, okay. It'll like send you a notification or whatever. Exactly. Oh, yeah, look at that. this. See? It's all it. techniques. Okay. Yeah. How do you spell it? Tick. I have no idea. It's called Tick. It's an app. It's an app. It's an app. Yeah. Okay. I can even show you guys. Yeah. Show us. T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K. T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K. Tick, pick. There you go. Download and you can be checking for yeah. Louis the Child where we consider our chick chat. Yeah. Okay. We'll put that on. So since Louis. we've been... It's L-T-C, Louis the Child. Yes. I know. I know. Come on, guys. Get with the lingo. I am not good with the lingo. I'm they not played either. at Lollapalooza and I they clashed with somebody and I can't remember what it was. but Speak, That was an amazing concert. 
um, Childish Gambino at Lollapalooza this oh, summer. It's not until, wait. It was amazing. Face Nectar. Louis <sighs> the Child's in Grand Rapids they in go. December. Yeah. There you go. I told you it was The intersection. Oh, it's cheap. It's like 30 bucks. Yeah, there you that's go. Not bad. Let's go. That's with fees, too. What day of the week is that? Oh, until Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> hey, no. You've got to commit. If this is what you want for life, you dig in and you go to that depth. We'll, we'll have to talk about this. <laughs> I have a strict routine during the week. Oh, I, I don't geez. drink and I work out and I eat healthy. <laughs> well, maybe there's an exception. Yeah, there <laughs> All right, so since we're being so nostalgic, Simon, yes. if you have some advice that you would like to say to your 20-something self. Oh, easy. I would say don't. Don't be so concerned about the long-term future, for sure. Oh. Because, but it's so easy to say that with hindsight, okay. though. That's so easy to that say, now heart. I'm 32. Because he knows it all worked. Because like, it, it worked out. out, right. But I remember being, like, 20, being freaked out. Being like, what is my life going to look like? Am I going to be able to have the things that I want? Am I going to have a house? Am I going to have somebody who loves me? Yeah, Am I yeah. going to... Oh, like, I've always wanted to have a dog. Will I ever have one? I think one? everyone has those thoughts in some way. Yeah. You know? And it's, it... And it, it I, I can... But if I could so do much. that, though, if I could get a message back to 20-year-old me, being like, no, it figures out. Don't worry. It's not in maybe what your dream scenario would be. I don't think living in Lansing would be on that list for me. But then I, I've made the most of it and made a lot of amazing friends here mm-hmm. that I would have made the most. That's why I'm saying, so it's like it, it will figure its way out is definitely what I would say to myself. What would you all say to yourselves? Can I get to ask you guys that? Can I take over your podcast for two seconds? Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's such a good question. That's why I'm like, yeah. and, you, and Autumn, you're still so close to it. Yeah. I mean, so I what would you say to, what would you say to high school Autumn? <laughs> Gotta go back a little further. Yeah, it's not fair. No, you can't yeah, go back three know. years. <laughs> I'm older than her, so I, you get to go I back can, to twenty. I can say twenty. <laughs> you know, that's seven years ago. <laughs> if I could talk to my high school self, I would say, um, probably don't like. I really, I was the party girl for many years, and I focused on the party, and then. It hit me one day, and I was like, what does the party girl do when the party's over? So I'd probably talk. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's your version. I guess my version of your... So I would probably tell myself, you know, like, I was really against society for a while, and I was like, everything's against me, like, you know, like, this isn't reality, like, why are we doing this? Why are we going through the motions? Like, someone's just telling me what to do, but it's like, that's how this... That's how our life is set up. That's what happened, like... That's just how it is. So get with the times. Um, so I probably tell myself, you know, I just suck it up and do what you have to do to get what you want. Because I was really against that for a while. I was like, I can do it my own way. But do you not feel like the hindsight is is that you had to learn that lesson? Yeah, I mean, I'm grateful I learned that lesson later in life. But I kind of wish I learned it earlier. So then I'm a little bit farther ahead than I am now. I heard um, I had somebody get asked this question. I think it was Maggie Smith. I was watching a documentary with old English actresses, and she said. I love the concept of this, but I'm not sure I would be listening. Mm. No, I don't. And think I, I think that's such a really interesting thought too, isn't Whoa. it? Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> it's like so say true, you yeah. say yeah. you were like 18, 19, whatever, twenty. You got a letter from yourself, and you were like, whatever your message just was. 
Yeah. I would be like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, no, you said the kid. Because. Because you'd be in that same Because exactly. I would be in that mindset yeah. where I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, just going to go. You and, don't know this, right? Right. You don't know me. Like, I'm like doing so great. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is fake. I know. Yeah. There wasn't that, like, I had an aha when she said that. No, yeah. that's. I'm not sure I'd be listening. Wow. Yeah. What's yours? Go, Claire. Mm. Go, Claire. Okay, so I think I would tell my 20-year-old self or my high school self or my 21-year-old self. Okay, they're two very different people. I think okay, you've got uh, to pick a person. Uh, give probably this like my, my, okay, my, my, I would say my early, very, very early 20s, like 19, 20, 21. Okay. Um, Out of high school, Claire. Yeah, okay. like college, yeah. Just to not be so concerned with everyone's opinion about me. Because mm. I was just this person that was like, I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to do what you want me to do. Mm. And I was never doing what I wanted to do. And I think I lost myself in that. I just, I got to mm. a point where I'm like, who the fuck am I? I'm just who everyone right. else wanted me to be. And mostly, wow. mostly like boyfriends, mostly men. It's so funny that you said that because... Autumn told me to come, like, with an intention or an intentional thought. Wait for this. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Are we all shopping for an identity? Mm. That's kind of what you were saying you were doing in a way, right? Like, going along with it. Yeah. Because somebody said that recently, and I I still think I am. I still think I am. I think that... I think in ways everyone is. And I think as long as you're aware of it... Like, I wasn't aware of it when I was 20. Like, I was just, like this is what you're supposed to do. Like you're supposed to be like a slave or like whatever to someone else. Like you're supposed yeah. to serve, but I think you can serve other people and still at the end of the day, serve yourself. And yeah. like, you know, cause you, you can't fill up your cup with everyone else's shit all the time. Like well, an empty you, cup. You, you have to, exactly. You have to make sure that you find that, but that's a big lesson to learn in early adulthood though, right? That you yeah. have to learn to put yourself first. I think if anything, I was, so you're that side, I'm the opposite side of the spectrum at that age. I think Mm -hmm. I was so self-absorbed and verging on narcissistic of self-focus that I, I would kind of do the go along with people, but it would be like to a specific goal and be Mm -hmm. like, oh, this, these people like get invited to the right parties. So if I hang out with these people for a couple of hours and we bond, then and you no, can. I'll have the option to go. Because that fear of missing out. It's a means to an yeah. end. This exactly. will benefit me. I did the same thing. Because yeah. I was like, I want to be cool. Because in high school, I just it was kind of like the drifter between groups. I feel like you're a drifter now. Is that awful to say? No. You really <laughs> yeah. are. She is. Like, a... And you give, a li- you give everybody an equal piece of your heart. <laughs> like, really, it's not a bad thing. And that's thing. what I was going to yeah. say about what you said. I was just going to say that you wouldn't be... Autumn, if you were, you know, and and that's true for you and true for me. Absolutely. And so I love, it's very similar to like, what was her name? Oh. The lady? The actress? Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Yeah. No, 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 you're fine. She was, um, what's her face in uh, Harry Potter movies? She was, oh God, my sister's going to kill me. Professor McGonagall? Yes. Thank you. Professor McGonagall. Yes. Got so it. weird. Yes. I just pulled that no, out of my ass. You, you really did. That's <laughs> like, exactly right. I was like, that name sounds so familiar. I'm like, my sister, if she's listening, would kill me. Um, but really, I think we could all give advice to our younger selves or maybe yeah. our older selves or whatever. 
But without our experiences of the past, we wouldn't be where we are now. Absolutely. That's why I I was pulling back to what Autumn was saying. Yeah. Is is it's one thing. But I like that epiphany. When did you have that epiphany of like, what does the party girl do when the party's over? Like, when did you like, that's, that just strikes me as like magnificently huge of an epiphany. Like that's yeah, not that's a, a big one. oh, I woke up and I feel like I'm just going to start doing this. Like that just seems like yeah. uh, everything you're doing and there's a roadblock and you went bang. Well, yeah. she doesn't keep partying. She could, but. Yeah. Well, okay. So I started going to bars when I was 17. Okay. I got, a, I had a fake ID. That was probably the first time I was at Rick's. Um, if anybody's in the local area knows Rick's. <laughs> Hashtag easy landing. <laughs> yeah. So then I, so I started going there and then um, Hashtag I... Hashtag make sure it's a real ID if you're starting to date a girl. I'm pretty sure one of my friends got in with their dog's ID because we knew the bouncer at the time. Their the dogs? dogs? Yeah, like you can get like a dog's like ID that's like, I have this dog, you know? like What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, it was fucked up. It was... Okay, so like... Anyway. I partied really hard. I think it was when I was like 20-ish, 19, 20. I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, we're staying up six nights out of the week. Like, there's nothing that I'm working for. Mm-hmm. I'm literally working for the next day and I feel like shit. And like, none of the, like, I looked around the room one night when I was like super not in a good headspace, super fucked up. And I was just like, none of these people care mm-hmm. if I, like, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't care about them in a deep way. So I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. Is that what made you kind of go to the, the yoga space? I, yeah. No? I mean, so... Uh, I guess I don't know this part of your story. That's why. My aunt got me into yoga when I was like 13. And I went on and off. And then I really stopped going for a while. Because like I was a hardcore athlete for a little bit. Not like... I wasn't great. But like I worked out very... Yeah. Like a lot in high school. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm free. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have to be anywhere for 12 hours out of the day oh, yeah. I have no structure like so I could do whatever I wanted and then I partied really hard and then I was just like what am I doing like this isn't quality like I started getting really distant from my family well, and, it's and just, I started pushing them away and then I'm like what like this isn't what I want and it's a really dark place I mean it is I don't want to speak for you I know I know no, really I know is. I know, you know your situation but for me too like I mean I've lost friends that we're in that it's, until they, you know, like it's, ugh. it's just, you can't, yeah. you have to find other ways. And I'm so glad you did. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, if that friend group was just, it was really bad. And I think a lot of them are still in a really, really dark place. Oh, so, I can imagine. Um, yeah. It's hard to realize that you're in the dark though, isn't it? Until it is. you like see the once light. Once you once that light bulb comes on, you're just like, what the fuck happened for the like how did I get here? Right. What was the road? Like what blinders did I put on? Like what like yeah. why did I do that to myself? But it's like once you dig yourself out of the hole, you're like, I'm better than ever. Like I'm better <laughs> than I was before. And right. then it's like beautiful. And, and then you just keep yeah, you keep going. You keep going. So and this I, kind of reminds me, though, of, like, this underground... So this is something that's kind of come new to me that I didn't really realize, and this is totally going to sidetrack, but I know that you okay. can talk to it. Yeah. No, Is this whole underground secret doing drug thing what? that I did not realize mean? is fully integrated into what our adult worlds. Um, the whole... Secretly relying on whether it's prescription drugs, like opioids or, and stuff, or like yeah, or opioids. Do you know how many or, adults do cocaine? Or coke, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Coke or weed or whatever that well, like 
No, 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 but not in a kind of, oh, I dabble, like in right. a... Like an addiction. Like, I, I am, need I'm, this. Exactly. Like, I have to be in this state. And I've and been I, there before where I used to smoke 15 blunts a day. See, that's a lot. And, I, and I'm like, not shaming I you, felt, but that's a no, lot. No, but I felt comatose. I'm like, I don't, like, I couldn't, like, I felt, like, cloudy, like, I couldn't have a clear, clear thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, these people, like, I'm just, I don't use mean it as survival. No, 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 but it is people, a survival. Like, yeah, it's, and it's... It's sad. It's it's crazy though. It's not even so much sad if the like the question that and this is just me as a person, right? Is mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you get to that spot that you're like, yeah. I can't survive without this? And that's the curiosity mm-hmm. in me, right? Like I would just want to sit down. I think especially a few like, of my friends being like, so walk me through this. Because right. and not from a judgy place. Like you said, it's not just like, like you it's want like to a, understand ha- it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's it goes day by day and eventually you don't realize where you're at until you're legs or maybe even your chest is in a hole and then you're looking up and you're like all my friends are up there everybody i care about is up there yeah and then you're like you You finally reach your hand out (laughs) and then you're like and then you and then you get help no you do and it's like you have to hit a certain form of rock bottom you do but it's so and And everyone hits you kind of pull the face claire but i guess the way that i'm trying to explain it is just like it's so hidden and so not discussed and done just as solely a survival thing of like, a, oh, it'll get me through my shift. That it is <laughs> really, like, I can't industry. even put the words, like, and I, do, I don't even work in the restaurant industry, right? Like, that's not even my space. Right, no. Right, I like, that's like, not even my like, space. Yeah. I'm saying... But it, I'm sure it's the same thing, it's the right? Same. It's survival. It's right? That's the only yeah. word I can get back to is yeah. survival. And it's just... Yeah, it is real. Like, I'm telling you now, I pointed it out. You'll start realizing that people go into a stall and don't make oh, any noise and do something and then don't even flush and come back out. And you're like, and I literally would be oblivious. And then I'm like, oh, no, now I know what they're doing. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I'm sorry, I hate to take those blinders no, okay. off, but the blinders have been no, removed. They're, no, they're off. They're they're removed. They've already <laughs> Yeah. Working a bar for a while and... <laughs> I can't even imagine. Honestly, I can't even imagine. Keep but, me on my topics. Exactly. No, it's good. I think we got pretty much everything we wanted to talk about. Well, that's good. What else do you want to talk about? Is there anything? Ooh, I don't think so necessarily. How do you um, feel now? You've been on the podcast. How do you feel talking? I feel really good. It's so funny. I'll, I'll, I can give this advice to anybody who comes next. Like when you first come in and they're like, oh, just it's like it's just there. And you're kind of like, is it though? And you're like, every time you make a mumble or a giggle or whatever, you're hyper aware that it's being recorded. And then something in like 10, 15 minutes goes by and then it's just a conversation. Yeah. Because now we're like the same way we are as if it's not being recorded. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. we're just hanging out. Yeah. Just drinking wine. And that's, yeah. that's the whole point of this podcast. Like we mm-hmm. want to, I mean, we want to give people whatever advice or whatever kind of advice I don't know we're not experts but we want to get we want to give people content but I think for me I also want people to know that they can have this conversation with their friends or with us be controversial or with whoever like you can talk about this stuff and not feel weird about it and now I've been on it honestly like I feel like I would like to be invited back truthfully and I'm saying this on the recorded so they can kind of force them into but I would be kind of curious to be invited back with 
in like in a couple of months with the feedback of the first one mm. and oh. what people want to elaborate on yeah and kind of what topics maybe they're like oh this that might be a good one to hear. yeah, yeah exactly because i kind of love that. that idea like spring, especially spring me break version yeah exactly <laughs> whatever it is but especially with me i like to be Simon on spring break oh, in god. florida oh god fort myers beach oh my god exactly oh my god. no 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 we gotta get up autumn we gotta get up because we got somewhere to be the tour is coming the tour is coming <laughs> Yeah. I booked this three months ago. Don't I you feel dare. Like shots. <laughs> you need to do whatever you need to do to get going. But we need to be leaving here in ten minutes time. We have got alligators to see. Alligators to see. Alligators to see. Give me five. Yeah. Five minutes. Five oh. minutes. Well, we appreciate you so much. Oh yeah. no, I heart you guys both. You know that. But. No, this, this is lovely. really awesome. And I'm yeah. so grateful the pub brought me to you. Oh my god. Or Something Whatever. like that. Whatever that's is. Like we, yes. we met brought us together. Yes, but then I ended up seeing you more outside of work. Exactly. And now I never even see you at that work. Yeah. Now I it's know. fun. Yeah. I love it. Now you're here with us. I know. We're all doing this weird shoulder dance right now. I know. And we have crap. red wine and the champagne. Yes. <laughs> and we managed to spill twice, but I didn't spill, you guys. It's great. <laughs> job. Okay, um, so you guys can find us. Um, on Anchor, on hopefully iTunes soon, or not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. What the fuck soon. am I saying? Is this 2010 iTunes? 2015. Baby. iTunes doesn't exist anymore. I know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But it was <laughs> only like, just this year they iTunes. got rid of it. I think you're being too aggressive. I know, I stopped yourself. updating my computer. I'm like, I want this. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes. <laughs> See, that's a podcast topic We're right definitely there. on iTunes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, we'll hopefully soon be on Apple Podcasts. We're on Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, whatever else. We're on Instagram, bitches. Yeah. Yes. Yoga dot, yoga, yogasm dot podcast. That's at Y-O-G. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to spell it. Please don't. Yogasm dot podcast. Right <laughs> I can't. She just gets really mad when I spell it. She spells it weird. Do you want people to find you or not really? They can if they want to. Okay, well, I'm Brits do it better on Instagram. You're what? what? Brits do it better. Brits. Can you spell that? No, B-R-I-T-S do it better. Because we yeah. do. We'll, we'll uh, tag him on our Instagram and then you guys obviously hopefully know Claire and I by now and can find our yoga slash personal Instagrams. Um, and if you have anything to say to us, uh, text us. You guys hopefully have our number. If not, then politely fuck you for not being my friend. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. But well, I love you, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well we love you guys. We'll see you soon.